Hello, and welcome to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calico, New York. Take a trip down to their Lower Main Street location and see what fresh in-house baked goods they're cooking up. I'm Managing Editor Joe Abraham, and here are some of this week's top stories. Bahamas Bick Resort in Rock Hill received a special use permit to open this year as a summer camp that will cater to individuals who are diagnosed with autism, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, behavior disorders, and other brain injuries. The site has been operating as a private hotel since the location was purchased in 2021 by New York State Homospec Association, but was recently opened to allow the public to be guests during the week. The summer camp operation should start on July 1st after being granted the special use permit. However, the permit comes with restrictions as the rest of the resort is still under review. According to the resolution for the special use permit, the sleepaway camp will operate this summer for one year only, and the applicant would need to participate in a public hearing before the 2023 camp season. Moreover, the camp is expected to have a maximum of 40 campers with 92 staff members. Furthermore, the applicant cannot undertake any construction projects that have been proposed in the site plan application, which includes a 37,000 square foot building that will be used for classrooms, an indoor sports arena, and an additional shul and mikvah. When the summer camp begins on July 1st, the planning board stated in the resolution that the site should not be operating as a hotel, and final approval will be subject to approvals from the Thompson Town Engineer, the Town Planner, and the Town Attorney. The resort will need to provide signage along Rock Hill Drive, stating there is additional parking in the rear of the site, and New York State Department of Health must approve the camp before it can begin operating. Another special use permit condition is that the applicant will be subject to random camp inspections as per the Thompson Town Code. According to Stephen A. Mafia, a consulting engineer for the project, there is no proposal to add any sidewalk to the Rock Hill Drive for pedestrians. Likewise, according to a traffic impact study that was done for the Hammersmith Resort Hotel, the amount of traffic from the site was at the same level when the site operated as the Ramada Inn. The same study stated that the proposed summer camp traffic would be lower once it is open. The applicant will still need to come before the planning board in the near future to discuss other projects proposed for the site. Switching gears into the education realm, the word interim is being removed from Dr. Kathleen Bressler's title. As Sullivan West's Board of Education recently announced her appointment as the district's next superintendent of schools. She was named interim superintendent in January when Stephen Walker took the superintendent's job at the Croton Harmon Union Free School District. Prior to that, Bressler had been the district's assistant superintendent for instructional services for three and a half years. The Board of Education, in a letter, said, quote, Dr. Bressler has proven herself over the past months as a leader committed to moving the Sullivan West School District forward. Focus on communication and relationship building were appreciated by our community. She most recently led the district through a successful school budget process and vote, coupled with the cooperation of longtime Assistant Superintendent for Administrative Services, Lorraine Poston. Sullivan West Board of Education President Rose Joyce Turner said public schools exist to educate all children to meet them where they are. So ultimately, when they graduate and enter their adult lives, they're ready to become productive citizens in our democracy and workforce. Joyce Turner said, quote, we are confident and thrilled that Dr. Bressler will continue her leadership and vision here with our Bulldog community to meet this goal for each of our Bulldog students. Bressler told the Democrat, quote, I'm so humbled to have the opportunity to serve Sullivan West as their superintendent. 
I have enjoyed serving the district for the last three and a half years as the Assistant Superintendent for Instructional Services and then being selected to serve as Interim Superintendent for the past six months. I am vested in the Sullivan West community in this role and as a parent in the district, and I look forward to continued work with students, teachers, administrators, the Board of Education, and our community stakeholders to keep Sullivan West schools moving forward as we strive to ensure all Bulldogs are provided with a high-quality educational experience. Bressler told the Democrat that over the next several months, the district will begin to engage in the strategic planning process, which will provide the opportunity for all members of the Sullivan West community to have input into the district's path forward. She said, quote, for now, my focus will be on three primary areas, enhancing our overall communication efforts, reviewing our fiscal plan to ensure a secure future and prepare for long-term capital projects, and continue the process of cleaning up in the aftermath of COVID. This work will entail a deep dive into our processes to see what is working and what isn't, reviewing instructional practices and programs, and providing mental health services and supports to adjust to our new reality. Moving along to county government, last Thursday, Sullivan County Treasurer Nancy Buck announced that properties delinquent on their 2019 and 2020 taxes can be redeemed by June 30th of this year. We had previously extended the redemption date from January 30th to April 30th to accommodate those struggling in the wake of COVID-19 pandemic, especially since our office was closed to the public for a period in 2020, Buck explained. We asked the court to allow us to extend the redemption deadline further to June 30th because a number of property owners told us they were still waiting to receive New York State Homeowners Assistance Fund payments to cover those taxes. We want it to be fair and as accommodating as possible. It's important that we give every opportunity we can to people legitimately struggling to pay their taxes, Buck added. But this is a firm deadline. After June 30th, properties with taxes delinquent from 2020 or earlier will go straight to the tax auction. State law permits owners of properties facing foreclosure to, quote, redeem their properties, removing them from the foreclosure list by paying the outstanding taxes and associated penalties. I want to point out that this is not a repurchase or installment program. That opportunity has already passed, Buck noted. Payment must be made in full by June 30th in order to redeem a property. Additionally, next year's redemption program will adhere to the usual pre-pandemic guidelines, including the standard January 30th deadline. Taxpayers should not expect or count on an extension. For more information, you can contact the Treasurer's Office at 845-807-0200. Legislators, by a 6-2 vote, passed a resolution last week amending the discretionary funding that was awarded to the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce earlier this year. While the Chamber still receives $17,500 instead of the entirety of that money going towards technical support, which is training educational materials for the creation of programs and projects, now $12,500 will go to that and $5,000 can be used for marketing the Bagel Festival. Legislators Joe Perillo and Louis Alvarez voted against the resolution. Perillo, in comments during the executive committee, said he supported the money for technical support but was against the $5,000 for the Bagel Festival. I have nothing against the Bagel Fest, but we can't be giving money to organizations to run a block party, Perillo said. If we start handing out money to every town, whether it's an organization or not, it means we have to give it out to everybody. Are we prepared to open up a can of worms next year when people start coming here asking us to fund their block parties, he asked. Legislator George Conklin responded, quote, I think if it brings people to the area, it puts heads on beds and brings sales tax, then yeah, that's my feeling. Perillo challenged the assertion that the Bagel Fest puts heads on beds and that it generated much sales tax. 
Don Corsiari, chairwoman of the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce's Board of Directors, told the Democrat that the Bagel Festival attracts approximately 10,000 people and that the Chamber estimates that those visitors generate a minimum of $20,000 in sales tax for the county. Shifting over to politics, Keshekton Mills Incorporated and other local business owners of Sullivan County were visited by Dutchess County Executive Marcus Molinaro as he sets out on the campaign trail to represent New York's 19th Congressional District. The 19th Congressional District was represented by Antonio Delgado, but is currently vacant since he was sworn in as Lieutenant Governor on Wednesday. Joining Sullivan County in the 19th District are Green, Columbia, Ulster, Delaware, Otsego, Shenango, Broome, Tioga, Tompkins, and Cortland Counties. Joining Keshecton Mills Incorporated co-owners Dennis and sons Todd and Sean Nearing and meeting Molinaro at the mill were Keshecton Town Supervisor and Sullivan County Republican Committee Chairman Gary Moss, as well as the Town of Bethel Sullivan County Republican Committee Chairwoman Susan Brown Otto. Molinaro spoke on various topics, including his plans for ensuring money in Albany intended for local infrastructure, roads and bridges especially, is dispersed to towns and counties for its intended purposes swiftly. Moss noted Keshecton's enduring progress with these infrastructure projects. Rising gas prices were also a topic visited by Molinaro, who said the answer is partially in line with the manufacturing and utilizing American oil and gas. Molinaro also touched on easing burdens on local property owners, inequity in Medicaid and social services. The federal government should be demanding the state doesn't shift to the local property tax because there's lack of equity, Molinaro said. If you live in a wealthy place, you're likely to get better access to better services. That's the exact opposite of what Medicaid is for. For the rest of information on Molinaro's visit, check out the story on the front page by staff writer Derek Kirk. Ending today's podcast, Bethel Woods hosted the Tap New York Craft Beer and Food Festival last weekend, and at the event, Eldred Base Shrewd Fox Brewery not only won gold for Best IPA, but also earned the coveted Governor's Cup Award for their Three Dog IPA, signifying theirs as the festival's best beer in New York State. Shrewd Fox Brewery is owned and operated by Bill and Cynthia Lynchuk, who said the big win was a surprise, but that they were happy to bring the cup home to Sullivan County. Bill said, quote, I think it's awesome. It's going to be tough to beat, but we'll see at the next go around what we can make and what we can do from there. That does it for this episode of the Sullivan County Democrat podcast brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. We'd like to end by saying that we thank all of our veterans for their service on this Memorial Day weekend. And as we mourn for those that gave the ultimate sacrifice, we hope everyone is safe this weekend and we'll be back next Friday to go over that week's top headlines.